Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where three hot seamen talk about football, murder, Fortnite skins, and Stan Lee. Can you ask yeah. your cat what a Fortnite is exactly? Oh, hey, he's he has, young. He has no idea. He has the same uh, Uncle Cracker mentality that I have. He doesn't know. <laughs> Uncle Cracker? Yeah, don't, don't they have that buff cat as one of the characters in Fortnite? I don't Dude, know, what are you, I had no idea what you're it's talking like, about. It's like a buff cat and a banana um, and a white guy. Um, the game sucks. What, the game sucks. I, I don't... Yeah, it's not something I'm I concern myself with mentally or physically. But what what is what is the I, like the premise behind the month? Is it a monthly rotation of just like pop culture characters? Because because Ariana Grande was in Fortnite and then Ninja, um, the Ninja, Thanos, Thanos was in it. Spider Man was in it. Oh, I have no idea, man. Are are, you, like, are they playable characters or are they like they're like uh, skins? I think, I think. like so skins. you can make John Wick kill. Oh, John fucking Wick was in. It. I forgot about that. Jesus Christ. Yes. It was. I think he was the OG skin. Like, oh wow, people really love this John Wick skin. We better fucking get Ariana Grande. In how here. much? How many uh, V Bucks do you think an Ariana Grande? Do you know skin what V Bucks are? There's no way it costs less than seven ninety nine United States currency. Do you think like that is the lowest it could possibly cost? What's the? Um, do you think the uh, V Bucks will ever take over the U.S. dollar? Like, what is the ratio to? It'll V-Bucks? overtake Bitcoin easily. <laughs> They're both scams. So wait, they have to be an even uh, like currency, right? There's no way. no. How um, so I'm looking at it. For no fucking way. Twenty dollars equals twenty eight hundred V bucks. That's the exchange rate. Say that again. Uh, twenty bucks is twenty eight hundred V bucks. How much was the John Wick skin? What an I, I don't awkward, you, What an uh, awkward what, conversion that is. That is like. What is twenty eight hundred? What is that at? It's what like one point eight hundred. I don't know. <laughs> is that is is like, but that's twenty eight hundred for twenty dollars. So does that mean like you're getting twenty eight dollars of value? Yeah, twenty dollars. Okay. Yeah. I guess you're getting it for buying bulk. I guess when you buy bulk V bucks instead of singles, uh, you buy an entire so pallet of V bucks. The John Wick skin was two thousand V bucks. So it's that's two dollars. It, no, it's. No, it's like no, like it's like like seventeen, yeah, seventeen dollars, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I thought man. like a, thou- a thousand would be a dollar. No. Okay, no, so no, no. our our new <laughs> video, our new audio editor is a former math teacher, and she is screaming right now that these thirty-year-old men can't like. <laughs> No. do anything close to math so, right now. In Nicole's first editing job, she has to fucking <laughs> listen to us straight up math. Twenty dollars is do the twenty eight hundred. Two thousand eight hundred. You carry the four, and then the F equals twenty two. You fill in the blanks. What's what is? Just type in like. Go, there's got to be a conversion. God damn it! In, okay. <laughs> I want to know how much USD this fucking skin to V bucks actually pulled I, I told you. I told you to be a concern. So put in two thousand V bucks. What is that in American currency? Um. This is not helpful. Uh, no way is it seven. So okay, the equation should be a dollar to a hundred V bucks. Holy shit! And it was two thousand. That means that's twenty dollars. Yeah, that's exactly. What we, that's, yeah, yeah. What yeah. we? That's a yeah. possible. How is it? No, it's, <laughs> it's very much possible. Why would that it, exist for that I amount of money? That's insane. Be, Epic has made China a very wealthy nation off of this shit, man. Like, <laughs> that's, what what is inclu- what is included with this two thousand dollar V buck? John Wick. Um, you, you get, get, you, you, get a, you get a. You get to place a digital John Wick, and you get to shoot as many Ariana Grandes as you want. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah, right now I might pay that. It's kind of dope looking. 
look at it now. Oh, it kind it kind of looks like John Wick. I'm not even gonna say it does. Here, I. Well, John looks a guy in a suit. So it looks like a guy in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all right. That's John. Let me Wick. see what it looks like. I mean, yeah, the dude looks cool, but like, what's with the guy on the right? It's just that's like. <laughs> that's just a guy in a suit. <laughs> Well, it's it's like the great value, John Wick. Yeah, you're right. It is literally just a guy. In a suit. You paid twenty dollars for a guy in a suit. Yeah, you got to get more with the purchase. There's no way that that's all you get for twenty dollars. You should get actually Keanu Reeves. Like that should purchase Keanu Reeves. For him to give you like, I mean, one of those, look, he uh, has like a tattered games. suit version. That's kind of cool. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, not to jump too far on the ship, but did you guys hear that news about when? Um, CD Projekt Red was like, oh yeah, Keanu Reeves loves Yeah, I heard about this. And then, so, then uh, like, Keanu Reeves was like, He's like, I've never played it. <laughs> I've never played that game. <laughs> he, doesn't even play no, video, he doesn't even play video games. No. no the, the other thing was, someone asked him, it's like, hey, what do you think of the fact that someone put a mod in where they can like pork you now? He's like, that's cool, man. A, yeah. And he's like, cool, I'm flattered. That's a very Keanu Reeves uh, thing. You know, you know an actor that played a character that does play the game and is actually a huge fan. Uh, Don't Henry say it. I'm Cavill so I know you're Dude, I'm so, sick. I'm so sick of hearing about this guy, man. Oh, Henry Cavill's nope. so cool. No, why? He's just like he's, us. He's a cool... Because he's, he's just like us. No, plays he plays Warhammer, games. so he's just like me. So <laughs> I would say, like, he did an entire stream building his <laughs> The dude's popular PC. for... Pl- I, I hate the idea that he's popular for being famous and playing video games. That's he's such not. A lame... He's... Yes, famous for being yes, a good is. fucking actor. Uh, he's a, he's again, a, he's, a, he's a good actor. He's solid. He's actor. a good he's actor. actor. But he, he again, he has a custodes army. He plays Warhammer. That's fucking dope, though. That's yeah. really cool. No, but dude, all he does is like, oh, what do people want? And he's like, oh, I could play that role. And then he just posts it on Twitter, and people are like, oh, I love Henry Cavill. What do you want to play? All the he, dude, it gets old. You are beat, you are so cynical. You're, you're like the most. You're cynical out, dude I'm sorry. You're out of touch on this one. The dude beat Witcher before he even knew about the show he beat the entire witcher series so did i i didn't i'm not Geralt in Netflix. you're also special. not a fucking actor <laughs> like, you got you got me there I, and, and and i'm sorry i know you don't want to hear this clark but he is actually more ripped and jack than you that are. dude that's is not a fair. that's not fair monster yeah. of a human he being. has he has well he's probably not right now but like once he's, he's like six and, five like, on top no, he's, of... a, he's not six five he's six one or six two I'm... he's a tall guy He's a tall Back guy. To Google. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't qu- you guys know I know heights. Once I see okay, it, I'll, I'll give it to you. Fuck, you're right. Yeah, fuck, right. we're not going right. to Google it then. I told you I'm right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you're good. You're, you have the worst X-Men good. power of anyone I've ever you're seen in my good. entire life. Yeah. You just know how tall people yeah, are. Yeah, that, that's crazy. <laughs> I should have been in the carnival, man. <laughs> just got, dude, you'd be a lot happier than you are now. <laughs> as, a, as a carny. Yeah, as a carny. Guess in height. Uh... Five six, yeah. yeah. All right, here's stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the reverse. That's if I'm a patron. Like if I go to a car. Oh, right. I, no, so if, they uh, give you stuffed animals, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, right. They give me their money. So I would like to go over a new segment and the football hot boys okay. segment. Wait, whoa, whoa, we need a like celebration. Oh, it's gonna be a like segment. a soundbite here, dude. We got we got an editor, man. We can make it. All right, <laughs> yeah. Visual. Put like an, an exotic bird noise right here. We get mad call. at her for not like uh, soundbiting the shit out of this part. Uh, like, yeah. do we, we, you have to make this a big deal. Do 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 do. Just like, yeah, visual like audio toilet flush. What? A toilet flush. Like, put a toilet oh, flush yeah. here or something. I don't know. I'm thinking of funny radio noises. Come on. So I want to start a right. segment of we should 
have the funniest football game of the week. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to have to say the Steelers, uh, the, the Steelers Vikings game is the funniest game of the week because I didn't have to see Crosby to know what he was doing at that exact moment in like the fourth quarter. Oh, right. And then it finally <laughs> went his way for once. I'm happy for Barely, it. Barely, but it did. That game was um, the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Absolutely. Counter move. Ooh. So m- my funniest game of the week is definitely the Raiders Chiefs, just because there's a very funny plot to it. Because the Raiders go out there and do the most Raider-ass Raider shit you ever saw in your entire life, and they go out there as a wildly inferior team and dance on the logo like this yeah, is a fucking that's a good, cro- that's a good one. like Play a crosstown high school rivalry and then it didn't like you, you didn't have to break 20 seconds before it immediately backfired on them like the very first play is, is a scoop and score and the game it's a fucking it's route yeah. yeah it's already over it's like it's like an ultimate dumb guy move where it's like i don't belong here so i'm gonna act like a fucking clown and then maybe i'll intimidate the other people yeah but the other people are really good so they're just gonna they're professional check you regardless so all you did was just make your, your the ass whooping you were already going to get more embarrassing so like yeah, so that's why I personally and I, I'll laugh at the Raiders any chance I get to. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, those are two good ones, but double counter. Okay. Oh um, shit! Obviously, it's the Titans and Jags just because of the situation with the Jags. Like they get blown out twenty and can't score, and then all Urban Meyer can say is "Not my fault." It's everyone else's. <laughs> I'm gonna fire whoever says it is my fault. That was my favorite thing at the conference at the end. <laughs> It's like my reality is not being enforced, so I have to punish people who think differently than me. I, I have to admit, I, I still get shocked the more I found out, like the more I find out people hate him. Because I know people hate him, but it gets more extensive and more people are included in this every week. It, it doesn't stop, and I love that it could just go on forever about the hate for Urban Meyer. Well, it it kind of goes back to like what I say about college coaches all the time is that these weird little emperors, mm-hmm. and the second they have to go to an actual workplace, their brain melts. And also, I think there's something specifically about the places that Urban Meyer has gone and coached and been successful at is it's really easy to be the best football coach when all your players are better than all the other players on other teams. Yeah. yeah. Cause when you go to, when you go to Ohio state, you go, uh, I want that guy. And the guy goes, okay, I'll go there. Like yeah. there's, you don't have to recruit at Ohio state. You just have to pick the guys you want. And all of a sudden he's in Jacksonville and all his players are bad. He's like, all right, how is, how do people win with bad players? It's like, oh, well, you coach them. He's like, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. I just collect good players and they play football. And so, yeah, that, that's, I, that's the way if Dabo Sweeney ever leaves Clemson, I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah, here out. we go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that. That's going to be fun for me. Well, I mean, part of it, too, is like what you're saying is they, they get so conditioned and used to having that type of talent, and then they're playing inferior talent. And the, the gap between the best team in football, in college football, and the worst team in college football is so much more drastic Astronomical. than than the best team in the NFL and the worst team in the NFL. <clears throat> so it, it only it only heightens that type of mentality, man, where they just think they're so much better than everyone. And especially when they get their two, like the first week of, the, of their regular season in the college football and they get a tune-up game and they just put a team away 54-7, to seven, you know. It doesn't happen in the NFL. Well, and it, it's like 
some fucking radio shithead trying to get uh, Twitter follows every year is like, dude, does Alabama beat Jacksonville? I'm like, no, Jacksonville smokes them by 60 points because they have eight NFL players on the Alabama team. The other team has 53. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like the, the, the trenches would be so one-sided. It, it would you would massive. Look, it would look like a, a one-sided tug of war match, man. That's what it would look like. And like the the nickel corner on that team is right. faster than anyone else that I did right. see. Right. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, man. So that that sort of shit, and that's why like hires like Jim Harbaugh and like we'll have a I, I want to have a Matt Rule conversation a little bit later in the episode, uh-huh. but I tend to be a bigger fan of those hires because. I mean, Jim Harbaugh, they didn't pull him out of a tiny school. I mean, it was Stanford. But it, was, it, it wasn't Alabama no, or, no, no. or Florida or Ohio State. Like, he, the dude still had to grind and, like, go against better teams every week and, you know, beat really good USC teams. Like, yeah. USC was really good. And, and Matt Rule was at fucking Temple and Baylor. Temple, yeah. Like, th- that dude got Baylor. Baylor, like, after that, that uh, program got nuked because they were all rapists. And he built that up and was like in the top five of the, of the nation. Like so, those hires make a lot more sense than dudes like Urban Meyer. Who I mean, just have never. Been this tried. might not be a, another good example to throw into the pot of guys mm-hmm. you said. But I mean, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury was bad in college, and I he mm-hmm. still might be bad. That's definitely impossible. Still entirely possible. But yeah. uh, I mean, again, it's that type of uh, like hiring. That's the hiring process they're going through. It's like, oh, they're looking at these these mid tier college pro- elite programs, and like, oh, this guy is successful at this level with this level of talent now we're gonna build around you know get him more talent than this and i can only imagine what he's gonna do with that you know so it, it i do like that mentality more than like oh let's hire the fucking old plantation owner that's just been a fucking dictator <laughs> for 10 years and see what this guy can do mm-hmm. with a bunch of millionaires yeah exactly exactly yeah. and they have no uh, personal skills because no they're not real leaders or, or nobody wants mm-hmm. to follow them or, or the fact that like Marvin Jones, who was okay with being in Detroit for half a decade and never complained, <laughs> this was the line. Urban this was, like, was nope. the line. Yep. I'm walking the fuck out of my multi million dollar job and going home. Yep. Like, like who that dude's bad. Who has a very good track record, by the way. So we're not dro- like name dropping Marvin Jones. Like, oh, was no, he has like he's a very he's a team player. He's a fucking extremely good, chill yeah. human. Yeah, yeah. And for him to to call it, you know, it can only mean one thing's the problem, man. I can't wait. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a very special. It's, it's gonna be like our John Gruden show when he's fired. It's like, yay! Yeah. Fucking bird noises everywhere. Well, he he'll, he'll he'll no. That's not what's gonna happen. He'll he'll take another college job and make it seem like he's not fired. That's what that's what'll happen. He, he's gonna he's gonna disguise it to make it look like oh no, that nobody wanted me out of here. That's not what it was. I just got this opportunity. I gotta take this job. These kids over here and fucking mm-hmm. uh, moldy grid young men. Th- th- yeah, yeah, they need me. yeah. That's what the happen. University of Buffalo. That's yeah. exactly what'll happen. Mm-hmm. Or he'll go back to TV and then like just not acknowledge he was ever in the NFL. But, yeah. <laughs> that that's an interesting because that happens in the NBA a lot, where you know, like Stan Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, it's like that. That's a that's an interest, and it shows you the confidence in those men too, because they 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 know they're good coaches and they've been fired. But they still go to broadcast or you know whatever they may do post being fired. But someone like him, I think he would get dragged. I think he would get absolutely dragged. I, I hope so. He deserves to be <laughs> getting fucking dragged. But 
NBA is weird though because like we complain about cronyism in the NFL. Like I think the cronyism in the NBA is like so much worse. It's the same eight guys that get recycled everywhere over and over and over again. It's getting a little better now, um, but like how many? How, how what percentage of the of the league has the Van Gundys coached? Like a third of the league, probably. I mean, I, I think it's very similar NFL NBA yeah. with, with that yeah. um, nepotism and crony, like you said. But yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens with Urban. I'm, I'm going to keep tuning in. I love the fucking anime arc that we're on right now where he, he's not. We're in the Cell Saga. Yeah, yeah, we're in the Cell right Saga, now. man. Yeah. <laughs> you know who my favorite coach is? Who? Gordon Bombay. From the Mighty <laughs> that got me kicking in, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good shit. I think he'd be better in Jacksonville than fucking Urban Meyer. True. I th- he's at least likable. Yeah, holy shit! Yeah. Like the 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 locker room would improve immensely if just Emilio Estevez was coach. Yeah. <laughs> not even his character. No, just, not even his character. Just, you can just hand, they have the same hair, so like Urban Meyer can just take his off and just like put it, and then like they and off they go. Yeah. But he, all he runs is the uh, the flying V. <laughs> yep. Which is oh no they they made the wedge illegal on kickoffs now, so he can't fucking do that anymore. Oh my god. We can't get Emilio Estevez. That's the only play. No, no, no. He, but, but like now this is when the coaching kicks in. Though it's like, oh fuck, there's my trick. Now what do we got to do? And anyway, it's like a reverse. Or something. We need to really yeah. figure out who our demographic is because I don't think anybody's gonna know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> what the no fuck are you talking way. about? It's almost exclusively early thirties, late twenties guys. I assume which is I assume our demographic was ten year olds because <laughs> they were Ooh. like, oh, 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 hear me out, hear me out. I didn't say I, go and study. <laughs> study don't listen to this i know i agree kids listen if kids are listening to us and parents if you're letting your kids listen to us you're wrong you definitely should not let your kids listen to us but i understand mm-hmm. it because if i was 10 i would listen to us because i'd be like oh these guys are cool when they say cuss words so i would want to mm-hmm. listen but no i don't i don't promote us for 10 year old kids but i just can only assume that that's who listens to us but if 10 year old 18 more year yeah. just take your dad's wallet <laughs> and throw that 20 dollars into the, the school Football, of hot boys draft hot school, boys, school, boys school for football, for football drivers. drivers. Yes, yep. yes. The day that we get our our um, football hot boys school for football drafters physical prints, and we have like our draft guides and everything, and we actually have physical copies of it. I want to. I want a kid to take it to school, and they're supposed to be reading like their math book or English book. But and it's like mm-hmm. you know, how, like you used to put like porno mags in front of the, mm-hmm. the at books, school, you, of course, at school. Yeah, it's at school, and the teacher would catch you, and you'd be like. Oh, I was, all right, I was looking at porno mags. I wasn't learning the fucking mm-hmm. uh, quadratic equation. You got it. how to do math, which so that proves all three of us were were that. That's kid. why we can't but, get to uh, the V bucks thing right there. Yeah, Shit. that's why we can't figure out the V bucks. You know what? At least the kids nowadays will be able to figure out the V bucks. <laughs> uh, it's already way ahead. Uh, anyway, I want them to get caught with our magazine. I love that's, that. That's when I know we've made it. That's beautiful. Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Timmy. We caught little Timmy today in class. He's reading and he football, had some hot boys. It says something about hot boys on it. <laughs> I took it away from him. So he's it's safe to say he's expelled. He was no longer allowed at uh He's expelled and he just kept yelling not to draft Zach Wilson. Is this that's the only thing I could get out of him. Saying something about his metrics, narrow shoulders, mm-hmm. or something like that. Girly a- shoulders. And he was right, so I re-enrolled him back in school, and now he's a valedictorian. <laughs> he's actually teaching the. Uh, he's actually teaching the 
Glass fail. So. so I'm calling to tell you that I need a job, and I was wondering if I could get a reference. <laughs> wow, what a... What, what a journey, that wow. was. <laughs> it was kind of beautiful. There's only one thing that would... Besides the story I just told about us making it and, like, arriving, that is, of mm-hmm. course, for me, a personal, like, I, I would love for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But the one real way that I would know is if we become Fortnite skins. Then it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's beautiful. If I fucking bazooka John Wick, then, like, I know that I finally arrived. Only 2,000 V-Bucks. Let's get into some actual games. Dive on in. the wrong week. I have said multiple times this feels like the Bills year. I like to officially declare that it no longer feels like the Bills year. It hasn't felt like um, that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't even really know what's wrong with them. <laughs> no like, idea. I, I, no I idea. feel like when Josh Allen has time, he does enact his will on people. But his offensive line is bad and they can't run the ball. So, like, the the blueprint for beating them is out now. Yeah. And that's, like a, that, that's trouble. Especially when you play in Tampa Bay and... They got pass rush coming up their ass. Is yeah, I think it's I think it's as simple as that. The blueprints out, and they're just not good enough in certain aspects. It's nothing. I mean, they're still a good team. You know, it's nothing crazy. We're not like burning them. They could still make a run in the playoffs. I don't. I just don't think they're a safe bet. That's all. So right now, the way the playoffs set up is they're the seventh seed, they're the last team in. They're ready to fall out. Right. But if that's the case. They would play Tennessee right now, They'd and they them. would fucking yep. flabbergast yep. Tennessee right now, exactly. which I would enjoy. So, shit's going to change. That's not how it's going to end up. I, I do think this team's going to rally a little bit before the playoffs. This team will not miss the playoffs. I will say that the Bills won't no, miss the no, playoffs. No, 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 no. Yes, but I would love that to happen just because justice coming from Tennessee is something this podcast is always a fan of. Do you think they beat the Patriots? No, no. Really? I think it's a no. close game, but it's hard to bet against the Patriots right now. Yeah, like I said last week, I have a hard time betting any, any AFC team is going to be able to beat the Patriots right now. I think it's interesting this year, it, we kind of talked about coaching searches earlier, like how all of these guys that like, well, this is one of the best candidates. Like, I can't believe Eric, Eric Bannemi didn't get a job. And uh, what's the offensive coordinator now for the, for the for the Bills, I can't think of his name off the top of the dome. That was supposed to be a big head, yeah, head coaching candidate. Yeah. Him and Greg Norman, or Greg Roman, were all guys that were supposed to get head coaching jobs, didn't, and now that dream is basically up in smoke. So, don't just draft your don't get, don't hire quarterbacks or excuse me, don't hire coaches just because they were running a good offense for, for one year. That's what bad teams do. For the record, it's oddly not a lot to say about this game, though. Yeah, because it's one of those things where it's it's like the Bucks are really good and the Bills are in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, th- th- that's really what it comes down to. So I want to talk about the Browns and Ravens game real quick just a little bit. Yep. <clears throat> so I, I want to say that the Ravens should have absolutely vaporized the Browns in this game. <laughs> and Lamar Jackson getting hurt basically made it a game. Yep. And they still were a field goal away from, from, from winning this. Baker Mayfield throws the ugliest interception in the league, and he got gifted like three or four doink hands. This this dude should have... How many interceptions did he end up having? One. Let me double check. One. He should have had about four. Like, he, he lucked out big time. So, if you ask me which is more likely to, to miss the playoffs, the Browns are way more likely to miss the playoffs than the Bills to me. Because yeah, they have the way louder issues. And honestly, looking at this team, like, if I'm trying to fix it, and I'm trying to get it into the playoffs, there's only one place to fix it. And it's, it's getting rid of Baker Mayfield. Like, 
It's like, oh, if I get Baker Mayfield one more receiver, is this going to get it all fixed? No. You know, he, he, already, he has a great offensive line. He's a great defense. Like, that's the one thing to fix. So if this team rolls out next year with the same fucking cocky doofus as, uh, as it's over. Yeah. And also, I talk about false hustle on this show a lot, and he is the goddamn world champion of false hustle. Like, he's on the sidelines. He goes in the tent, and he, like, jogs out. Like, oh, no, I'm fine. And he's, like, moving all of his joints and stuff and put on this big show. It's like... Do something out there. It's like no one cares if you're hurt or not. If you suck, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean that's kind of. Listen, I, I don't think I hate Baker Mayfield as much as you guys do. Um, mm-hmm. I actually kind of like him as a personality because I mm-hmm. I have the same kind of like mindset about competitiveness. But but whatever, mm-hmm. I digress about that. But that's kind of the one thing he has right now, right? Because he's not good. Is he has to show like, no, listen, I know I'm not good, but I'm gonna be there for you. You know, that's that's really his. What he's showing the Cleveland Browns right now is that he is reliable in regards to playing, even though he's hurt. That, that's like what he has going for him, and that's that's something. That's Gardner Minshew right there for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would rather pay Gardner Minshew money, like what he's going to be worth on the market, than what, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they're, they're, they have about the same level of performance right now. For different they're, price tags, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, the Ravens are so dependent on Lamar Jackson. It's, oh it's my God! Real. <laughs> they're 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 yeah. Well, like Tyler Huntley will go out there and he'll do something kind of cool with his legs. Like, oh, he's a nice little player, and then he'll like throw this weird sideways brick duck, <laughs> and 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 you'll be just like, oh shit, yeah, he's a back uh, and back, and he's not very oh good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like. <laughs> Although I do want to comment on their situation, like for. Tyler Hunter, like just their backup quarterback philosophy is that they just try to get a fucking uh, diet version of Lamar. I think that's super fascinating because usually when you see this situation where a backup has to come in, they have to change the offense when the quarterback is a rushing quarterback. They usually like, oh, it turns out like, uh, you know, a 33-year-old journeyman is the backup, so we're going to change our offense to fit Joe Flacco. No, they're just trying to legitimately insert him and do the same thing, and he's not Lamar Jackson and not even close. I'm actually going to use this to transition to another game real quick because this is something I've actually been thinking about a lot because I've noticed it a lot specifically with the Panthers in that, like, you still, like, design and practice an offense based around your quarterback pretty much universally. Yeah. That's just, just like, like what you do. Mm -hmm. And, like... But that doesn't mean that, like, the performance of other people, like, doesn't count in that offense just because it's, like, based around Lamar Jackson doesn't mean that's, like, you're still coaching every other player on that team to do that offense around that player. Mm -hmm. So you you can't bring Joe Flacco and it's like, okay, everyone in the offense, do a different thing now to fit Joe. And it's, I feel like that's what's happening a little bit in, in Carolina right now, where, like, we're all kind of, you know, saying that we're Cam apologists makes it sound like there's something about Cam Newton you need to apologize for. No, he's bad. He's bad. I, I mean, just kind of in general as a character. Okay, okay. And I don't really think, I I am overall like pro Cam as like a, a tire package, like his whole career. We've all, all said kind of that. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like what, what it's kind of force that team to turn into by adding him back in to the Matt rules is bad. And it, it like everyone feels very lost and like watching that game, that offense feels like aimless. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't know, like if you watch the Packers, 
and they run an offensive play, like they have a very purposeful offense. It's like, oh, that play was designed to get the ball to Devonte Adams in that way. That's what that play was designed to do. When I watch this offense, I'm like, it, it just looks like everyone's running routes. Like, like, like they're not trying to get the ball in their playmakers' hands. Like it's just a very generic. Maybe somebody will be open. Yeah. Yeah, and, and do you remember like, even, like they were bad, kind of in the middle of the Sam Darnold experiment. Mm-hmm. Two, mm-hmm. like l- let's not say that, but it still looked like they were running an offense. Like remember, like because like Tommy Trimble was like balling out at weird yeah. times and yeah. stuff like that. Like players were developing, and now you have all these young players that you were trying to teach a system to, and you have to slam the brakes on all of it to fucking accommodate Cam Newton. <laughs> and like that's starting to bother me a little bit, and I think it's really bad for that franchise and like the timeline or trust the process or whatever you're, you're running down there. Like. I, I think it like turns this into like an entirely lost year for them. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's the best way to describe it because there was so much optimism. I mean, Cody was ready to crown him, and now this is what we get. You know, they have one. They've been two and eight since he said that. For the record, well, that's, we're going to do an update every that's single. That's two week. wins, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't good when you lose the Falcons, though. No, no, no. That's no, a no. that's a sign of a dying team. Yep. I mean, the score was close, but the Falcons kind of worked them, like, all over the place. And that's the worst part is when the Falcons work you. And they can't like, happen, like that. Can't yeah. It's never too early to talk the draft when you're talking with the hot boys. Oh, my God. We're jumping to this? So, we're jumping to, to this. Crazy because t- talking Falcons in this, the draft order right now is fucking wacky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and And I love it. The other thing is... It's wacky because of how weirdly consolidated the entire top of the draft is. So it basically goes, both New York teams have two top 10 picks. Mm -hmm. And the Eagles have 9, 11, and 21. So the the thing is everyone is saying is that defensive players are basically going to go to the top of this draft. And the quarterbacks are going to fall. Because the quarterback class is nowhere near what it was last year. Mm-hmm. How, however, let's look at this fucking draft order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Detroit, exactly. Yes. Houston, Jets, Detroit, Giants. I don't really want to speak specifically about this draft. Yeah. I want to tear apart that fucking take. Yeah, that's because bullshit. That's absolute it, bullshit. It's terrible because of who's drafting at the top. And first off, this happens Every fucking year except last year because of what the quarterback class was last year. It was actually year. good. Every, every year it's like, oh, no, Nick Bosa is the number one pick. There's no way that that, uh, that quarterback is going to go. And, like, I, again, there are weird exceptions. But for the most part, these guys crawl up the board every, every fucking year. By the time the combine goes around, it's going to be one, two quarterback. is going to be all the projections. Yep. Don't get – don't – Waste your time getting the fucking stupid Twitter fights about this right now. You're right. Quarterback is going to go one two. It's going to happen. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> I do have. That, a, I do have a yeah, question to propose to you guys based on this yeah. uh, top ten right here. Which team mm. do you guys think is out of the three that should have their first and don't? Which team do you think is the most fucked? Hmm. That aren't on this board. In the top so it's, it's no that th- that traded away their first round. Pick. So between Chicago's right. giving their pick to New York, Seattle's giving their pick to the other New York, the Jets, and then Miami's giving it to the Eagles. Which one do you think is the most fucked? <sighs> I mean, the Seahawks. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, think I would say the Seahawks. Yep, especially if like that divorce is really happening yep, with yep. Russell Wilson, and you had an opportunity to sort of slide into someone new, and then but no, you have this shiny injured safety over here instead. Yeah, which I'm not. I'm not gonna talk shit on Jamal Adams because he's one of the best safeties in the league. But he's a he's a niche safety. He's not a coverage safety. And I remember you went on your little rant last episode, Kunzi, about. Mm-hmm you know, that whole spiel about secondary. And that's not even what he is. He's a, he's a physical safety. He's not a coverage so guy. So He's a joker piece, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be a nice piece to add to an established, like, team that has coverage in corners, but they don't. So, now they just got DK and him and potentially no Russell. So, I think they... And no first-round draft pick. And no first-round draft pick because they traded it for him. So... I think they have a. Did they trade their one last year or the one this come? No, it was the one last year. Last so year it was last yeah. year's pick and this. In year's this pick. one now, they're paying the price. I guess the question is, if there's a quarterback at four, do the Jets take it? We have to do a weekly check-in. Yes. So <laughs> moving on. I don't think they will, though. Um, I, I'm almost with Cody. They should. I agree. They should. But because I, 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 we haven't heard any talk about anything there, like as far as coaching staff him and usually around this time you start hearing at least a murmur and i haven't heard anything about yeah bail i think so. they they write him another year and then it's like oh fuck <laughs> we got when they're well, you also, right there again yeah well you also have to think it's happened exactly one time that they've gone back to back quarterbacks in the draft and that was still a really weird situation because they took josh rosen and then they completely changed who was running that team and they had the first overall pick. And I guarantee you, when Cliff came in, he's like, I'll take this job, but Kyler's going first exactly. overall. Or I'm walking. And like, that's the only reason that happened. Yep. So I, I don't think that anything like that is going to open itself up to the Jets, and he's just going to waste all of our fucking time for five years. Again, the thing I come back to over and over again. Can I mean, we just not? He Can could, we just not? Can we skip this? He could totally have a Baker Mayfield career, man. I don't think he's going to have as high an ups as Baker did. At, at, at least, oh, at least on. Baker, at least Baker had like some nice crispy ups. Oh come on! I, 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 I don't know if Zach Wilson's going to be able to get him. So I, I just don't. Oh come I, on! With what Baker had as, and again, I'm not a Baker hater. Like as far as him mm-hmm. as a person, but with what Baker had as a, like around him, personnel wise, the, the the numbers won't be there like that, but. I don't see why Zach Wilson can't be that caliber of a player. There's no reason he can't be. Well, I think it's because he keeps throwing to fucking cheerleaders and hot dog salesmen is the fucking reason he can't do it. But... (laughs) We'll see, man. I'm with Cody. They don't take a quarterback. Um, They should, but they won't. Team needs a lot of defensive help. That's a really, really, really good defensive draft. I think that's probably where they end mm-hmm. up landing too. I, I, I do agree with you, just like logically for the reasons I just explained. Like it just, I think the other New York teams more interesting. I would say that they don't take a quarterback either, but they have two picks, so you have to. You fucking have to. You have well. Also, I think Gettleman might be out of there. Fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the regime and, change that you're talking about. Yep. That's exactly what you need to make that happen, to make the dream real. You have no excuse. You get two fucking picks. Use one. It, and your quarterback just had a fucking neck injury. Yeah. And, like, neck injuries are finito. Like, that is <laughs> like that is it. You need your neck to do shit in the NFL. Ask Mike Glenn. S- 
Yes, ass. Yeah, yes. That's why he's so successful. Uh, All that neck. Him and Davis Mills, man. Him and Davis Mills. Oh, but... Because, I mean, think about it. If all these teams pass and, you know... Because then the Jets come again and then Carolina's sitting there. And Carolina's like, you know, Carolina's finally like, well, thank you, I guess. Unless they just draft J.C. Horn again. God, that that, that Justin Fields pass gets worse every single fucking day, man. It really does. I think so, too. But, mm mm-hmm. And then Atlanta 9. They Atlanta really fucked themselves by winning a few games, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. That that quarterback is not walking through the door this year. Nope. Like it's just, they're going to have to wait until Matt Ryan is gone for a year and they tank. Yeah. And then like that, that's what's going to have like and do they get rid of him next year? I don't fucking know. Probably not without a quarterback. No. You're still paying him. Poor Atlanta, man. Mm-hmm. Poor Matt Ryan. Like yeah. send send Matt spend, send Matt Ryan to Denver. Like, yeah. Just give, do that. Give him a Matt Stafford send off, man. Yep, get a whole bunch of fucking a big old bucket of picks and send them someplace where he can do something. Yeah, he's got to go. Because Denver is too good to be in the in that neighborhood either. For sure, for so, sure, for sure. Yeah, send Teddy back. Have Teddy hold the fucking fort down. There you go. I'm done oh. with the Teddy experience. Think, As am I. I think everyone is. I, unfortunately. Like, man, I had such high hopes, but I'm done with him. I remember going on a rant in the preseason that I don't want to fucking deal with the Teddy Bridgewater experience. The, the dude, like, he produces no volume. Like, zero volume. 18 passes a game or some it's shit. Yeah, just, yeah. And with that receiving core, there's no fucking excuse. Like, it, And it's going to all depend, too. Like, the Aaron Rodgers movement is, like, the seismic I was, thing. I was actually going to ask you about that. Um, if, I mean, obviously, there's no way to know. But worst case scenario... For you, is um, Rogers moves on. What the fuck yes. do you do? Cry. Like I'm serious. You're, you're so far in the draft. You draft up. Like cry. There's no, you cry you're like lot. it's really bad um, spot to do anything. That you can't answer that question because you don't know the ancillary aftermath. Like because that affects Devonte Adams and the direction. So I mean, I mean specifically to it, the quarterback. No. The, this this team is too good to tear down though. Like the Packers are so much. Yes. I, I knew they were going to be good, but they are way better than I thought they were. Defensively, going to be. I agree. It, it, well, it just like it's the entire team. Like that. That I do. Okay, so I'm like I think very fairly critical of like certain things about the Packers front office, but the things they do well are they do insanely well. Specifically, like build offensive lines. Like I don't know how they just pull random dudes from places That's and fair. turn it into an offensive line, and how they find. Uh, defensive backs that aren't Kevin King, like it, it's it, it's incredible that they make a defensive backfield out of a bunch of fucking nobodies too. So like th- they've done some really good stuff, and it's it's a good roster. Like it's a, such a good roster that like, you can't tear down. Like, you, you just can't. I mean, so like Aaron Rodgers shouldn't leave at this point. He I mean, shouldn't. He, he should not leave, and the Packers should not force him out because right. they fucked up on Jordan Love. They did, and I was a big pro Jordan Love guy, and then I saw him walk out into the field and saw him go fucking pie eyed. Like he did not did not belong and did not want to be out there, and I'm like, oof. People forget a, he was overdrafted, man. That's the that's the thing that gets lost in the whole saga of this yeah. is that not only did they draft Jordan Love, but they took him way too fucking early. And it was consensus, like everyone knew he took the, the, the Packers took him early. They, they traded up to get him. Yep. Yeah, I was like, so j- j- just cut him or trade Jordan Love and go fuck it. Our bad, dude. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like. 
You I mean, got us. That would be yeah, the, yeah that, that'd be the way to show it if you trade Jordan Love. I mean, that's the it, ultimate. Yep. And and it fucking yeah. Just say you're wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that that's all you can do, man. Like it, keep him till he's dead at this point. Like I agree. Like like, like ride this out. But because he's still the best quarterback in the league. I mean, he's still he's still he didn't drop off at all. But he had that one weird season that we completely misevaluated, and it fucked us. Yeah, yeah, you, you based everything on that one year of production, and that's why you have all this dilemma because of what you decided after the... An important lesson to Dynasty owners out there, don't fucking freak out and ditch your dudes after when they have one bad year, for the record. Very true. That's specifically to all the guys in the chat rooms out there that I see talking shit on DeAndre Hopkins, and then he's done. <laughs> don't fucking do that. You guys want to like fucking fools next year. <laughs> He's hurt. He's obviously clearly He's hurt. hurt. Yeah. For the first time in his entire career, he's hurt. the dude is hurt. He's visibly yeah. hurt. Like, you can see he's yeah. hurt. And he's still out there fu- fucking wowing you. And he still, he, makes, a, he still he, makes a huge play a game to, to like, yeah. move the game forward. Yeah. So, Dynasty out, owners out there, go ahead and fuck that up if you want. But remember, you heard it here first. Because, you know, it's no secret. People were, you know, have asked me, where, 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 you know, why is it Kyle throwing the ball to hop? It's hurt. Like, he, the volume's not, why would he force His it? legs don't work. They don't work. Yeah, like. He's literally out there as a distraction. And he, he literally did that, what was it, a few weeks ago when he came back into the game as a distraction. I mean, he's got to get healthy. Every time he goes out there as a distraction, he makes at least one big play. Yeah, against the Packers, yeah. he did it where he almost scored that touchdown. Against the Bears, he fucking put that Wowser play out there on half a hamstring and one bad knee. Like, I, I, I guess we don't have to dive into it. Like specifically, like, do you feel okay as a Cardinals fan? Are you concerned? Oh, of course like, I'm concerned. You... Obviously, yep. the wheels. This is like where the wheels start to not fall off, but they're they're loose. They're definitely loose. The Hopkins injury is big. Um, the the I think the most concerning thing was. Uh, the offensive fire lack. Let me let me re- rephrase this. The lack of being able to move the ball with how well we were running it, like that didn't translate. If that makes sense, we are running the fuck out of the ball, but we're, it's not translating anywhere else. That usually takes the pressure off of other weapons, and we couldn't do anything. We couldn't get anyone else involved enough to make it like worthwhile. James Con- if James Con- I've said it. I'll say if James Conner was not on this roster, we would be extra spicy fucked. We would be so fucked, man. Mm-hmm. He is the most important player on the offense to date. He's been he's been sneaky huge for you guys. Like I I I've always been kind of pro James Conner. Yeah, well, I've been pro James Conner, but I did not like. I said in the chat the other day, he looks six years younger than he did when he was in Pittsburgh. He looked like done in Pittsburgh. Like he like. He looked hurt. Another example of a guy don't sell on one bad year. Another example of that. He was 25 like, when people were saying he was done and he was hurt. And he was like, oh. Mm-hmm. No. But the, the thing that we do, Cardinals have done, that the Steelers didn't do, is we allow him to catch the ball. We, we use him as a dual threat back. And no one knew he had that in him, the, the type of receiving skills that he actually has. And I think that's what, not just that, but that was what complements his entire package for us this year. And allows that type of production because he doesn't have to come off the field. So, small branch from that conversation. Lessons that AJ Dillon taught me: um, when you're scouting a player, specifically a running back, and they go, "Oh, you can't catch the ball," you don't know that. 
He might be don't able know to. that. Yep. <laughs> you might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Just because I said this about when I admitted my Mia culpa on Justin Herbert. Just because you didn't see someone do something doesn't mean they can't do does it. Does not mean they cannot do it. Also, does not mean they can do it. However, <laughs> it does. It does not mean they cannot do it. So be careful when holding that. That's like the the soft advice I can give. Be careful holding that against someone mm-hmm. because you can look like a fucking fool about it. So specifically, James Conner and AJ Dillon made everyone look fucking stupid. It's like, oh, he's big, he can't catch. I'm sorry. What about being big means you like big and athletic? Yeah, that definitely doesn't, doesn't sound like someone that no one's ever been big and athletic and be able to catch before. That's ridiculous. Like. No, you, that, you, that's a great philosophy. I think that's super mm-hmm. interesting and accurate. But, yeah, I, I'm not happy about the game. Obviously, we lost, but we got to get healthy. I mean, I've said this before. I'll say it again. The same thing happened last year. We all started, you know, running out of grease, and we Kyler got hurt, fell apart. Um, we just need to stay healthy. Um, again, we're, we're not – people, I think, were giving us too much credit. We're still really good. We're a top-five team in the league, no question. Um, but we're, we're not past anybody. The Bucks are are probably better. The Packers are probably better. Um, but doesn't mean we can't beat them. That's not what I'm saying yep. at all. Yep. So like that's a sneaky bad loss because you drop all the way back behind exactly. Tampa now yep. in the standings. Yep. So yeah, that, it, that's brutal. But like, I mean, three losses at this point. Yeah, is it's tough, man. You, you know, yeah, yeah. it's hard to beat the Rams twice. <laughs> True. Yeah, you have really good teams in your division. For the yeah. most part, you smoke checked them. Exactly. Like you're you're going you're gonna to drop one. So yeah. I wouldn't stress out too much about it. And there was a bunch of games like that where like you look at the score and it's like, eh, it, don't tell the whole story. Like that, like that Bengals-Niners game, Bengals should have won that game and they fumbled two fucking punts. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, yeah, and I already talked about the Browns and Ravens and like your game was close, but it wasn't close. Like, like, like there's a bunch of Lions scores out there that, this week, I feel like. No doubt. Yep. I, I, I the only last game I think we're talking about is your game, AJ. Because um, mm-hmm. my favorite narrative from that story that immediately had to get rewritten, like the newspapers had to fucking recall the prints and start over, <laughs> was, oh my god, look at them shutting down Devontae Adams, and then Devontae Adams fucking puts on his torpedo shoes and just smokes <laughs> the fuck out of the Chicago Bears. Man, that was all the announcers were fucking talking about I was like man he's getting really held in check today and then did you like the routes that Devontae like again I, I, I'm a I'm critical against Devontae Adams and I'm not anymore like that that game right there has taken any type of criticism that I can have against him because he clearly made an adjustment and he was like oh I'm just gonna beat these guys with pure route running and he did mm-hmm. and that's all he had to do was just run that one fucking oh my god where he sold one way went the other he, he's good man and i'm like lost for words re- rethinking those routes that he was running on those fools man he like turns defensive backs into like like the biblical biblically accurate accurate versions of angels where they're just like spinning orbs of nonsense like they're like <laughs> Because, like, their ankles get tangled up, and then they're falling, and then they're between dimensions, and then, and then they're... Yeah, it's it, it's insane what he does to people, man. And the fact that, like, you don't even have to, like, watch the ISO cam on him yeah. to, to see him put, like, the shakes on a dude. You can just, like, watch the play, see no one within 15 yards of him, and, and like, oh, he fucking cooked someone. Because there's right. no way they just didn't cover Devontae Adams right. on that play. It's because he fucking sent someone to the fucking negative zone. So... 
not to i'm obviously not the stat king around here but yeah i'm gonna throw one out just because it's so okay. funny so I, I was just clicking on this game i'm you know following along on my device yeah. here and what pulls up is you know the passing yards the two quarterbacks whatever the two rushing yards the two best um rushers which um the case of the bears it was justin fields and aj Dillon for the Packers, whatever, and then receiving yards. Obviously, Devontae Adams, ten ball, ten catches, one hundred twenty-one yards, two touchdowns, and then Demir Bird, two catches, seventy-six yards, one touchdown. Now, the point I'm trying to make here is that's there's no shot to Demir Bird, former Cardinal, good solid journeyman, good player. Yep. Nothing spectacular about him. I don't mean that as a disrespect, but that that is a problem when you have a guy like Allen Robinson, even a guy like Darnell Mooney. There's no reason that. Two catches, seventy-six yards should be, and it can't be that. You're not, you can't beat the, you're not going to beat the Packers with that. That's not, that's not, an, that's not what they need. Well, and it, watching this game, it was a very weird journey because it was the Bears came out like, if you're not paying attention, looking like a fucking house on fire because they throw that long touchdown pass to Demir Bird, they throw that long touchdown pass to Jakeem Grant, the Packers battle back, make it ten fourteen, and then. Boom! Jakeem Grant takes a, a punt the to the first house. Punt, yeah, the first punt yeah. of the year return. Yeah, and I'm like, and everyone's like, oh, 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 they're freaking out like it's the fucking WWE or anything. I'm like, oh no, Packers are going to come back and fucking smoke check these guys because they're literally just getting these weird, fluky, lucky plays, and they're doing nothing else. And you know that Aaron Rodgers is going to get his. So like, I, I was like, and I didn't blink you, watching that game. Cody, you can jump in. Kunzi, jump in if I'm wrong here, yeah. but. What you're talking about is always super uh, interesting to me about when team, especially mediocre to bad teams, score like that when they when their production is on fluky stuff. It's almost a recipe for them losing. The, the, like it'd be a different story if Chicago was imposing their will. David Montgomery's averaging five mm-hmm. yards a carry. Uh, Justin yeah. Fields moving the ball, using his wheels to get out in space, and the score's the same. Then you're like, oh fuck, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it, it, the the narrative's different when they're scoring their production on punt returns and fucking lucky bombs. It, it, it's not sustainable. So, and for a guy like Justin Fields, who obviously needs a rhythm, uh, needs to get into you know some type of rhythm with his receivers and, and offense, that's not a way to do it. And this is what you get: they 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 lose a game that looked like they could have won because of the score, but obviously they weren't going to win. No, they were punching over their weight the whole time. Just, just fire Matt Nagy now, just because like every game without him, the universe gains something back as far as like positive karma. So like yeah, at least the universe, of it, yeah, it's just going to cure COVID <laughs> if Matt Nagy is fired. <laughs> That's why they're not doing it. That's why the the big oh, the big propaganda companies don't want to fire because oh, they need all the government. COVID money. Yeah, yes, they need all that. They need that vaccination money. Right, that's what it is. And then everything will be fine. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Is Matt Nagy the worst coach in the league, head coach in the league right now? Yeah. Um, I don't know about that one. Is it, it Urban, Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer is kicking Urban around Meyer's out there. Urban Meyer is pretty close. They're the two. They're the two most goonish ones. And like super defensive. I'm already fired. Head coach press conferences are like my favorite thing in oh, the yeah, fucking yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dead men God, walking. They're so good. It's because you just like you see you can hear them sweat. Like it's just like <laughs> my world is collapsing. 
Like when Dan Campbell goes up there and shows emotion, I believe like he's a human being feeling those emotions. Yeah. When like Urban Meyer goes up there, it's just like this weird overplay acting. It's like, no, I really care about winning, guys. I'm serious, and this bothers me. It's like no one likes losing, dude. You don't have to fucking act like this is a goddamn middle school drama class. Like it's. <laughs> we would just believe you if you just. Yeah, it's like yeah, losing fucking sucks. We gotta do better. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm fired already. They still have to pay me because of how contracts work in the NFL. Of course I'm mad I'm losing. If I wasn't losing, I'd still be employed. So, Yeah, I'm mad. I'm very angry. I'm, I'm, I'm also rich, so I can only be so mad, but still. It'd be, it'd be a miserable job to be a head coach in the NFL if you're not like established and really good. Could you imagine just being you right now and then a head coach how how fucking nervous and just on ice you wouldn't even be able to think straight man all you would be thinking about was just trying to stay alive that's it yeah i i think about how tired i am as a dude and then i think hey i need you to add seven hours of work onto your day and it just it makes me go oh dude dude, and what if you jesus fucking christ yeah what if at your job you were competing against 31 other people and if you weren't in like the top 80% 80% you were you were at risk canned. of losing your job immediately can't yeah. and you have to go out and tell millions of people every week why you sucked you gotta tell people yeah. why you're getting fired yep and then you also have to manage a bunch of millionaires who don't really kind of want to listen to you because they're all already rich rich as well and making more money than you yeah and you have to outsmart uh, outsmart Bill Belichick in five days and you don't have your shit together yet and you're just a person and nothing that prepared you for this at any point in your life and, and you're fucking you go. your special teams coordinator and some of those guys got COVID now because they were out mm-hmm. at the fucking Buffalo Wild Wings when they should have been at home doing jello shots off people that weren't their <laughs> wives or something like that yeah I don't know about that but sure it, that's a crazy yeah. scenario whatever prevents COVID Whatever it's going. I'm game. Jello shots. We just need to do do jello shots and uh, fire Matt Nagy, and the whole thing goes away. Easy. No more. No more mass. Four Chan was right the whole time. <laughs> God, that's so sad. Yeah. Everything we just said. That's that's like reality for these. people. It like is. It, it kind of hit me harder than I thought yeah, it was we were, going to. We, yeah. We kind of turned a joke into reality, and it wasn't funny anymore. It was just sad. Yeah, exactly. That it, it got bleak there at the yeah, end. Because that's mm-hmm. that's reality. Yeah, they're rich. They're fine. They're fucking cartoonishly rich. <laughs> I I don't understand like how Hugh Jackson, who is stupid rich right now, why he does anything ever again. Like if if I was Hugh Jackson, like I had my shot, I fucked it up. I'm gonna disappear literally forever. See you guys later. <laughs> Actually, I won't because I'm gone. <laughs> I would just never do anything again. I would just fucking chill and do whatever the fuck I felt like because I'm so, rich as shit. So to, like, to play psychologist or whatever, yeah. I mean, what what do you think is in his brain that makes him not able to do that? Passion, uh, delusion, uh, wanting to I, compete. Yeah, is, yeah, is it competitiveness. I, think I would say that probably. I think it is a lot of that, like the love of the game and wanting to be competitive. I think I think Cody's which right. is awesome. It's like yeah, or, I agree. well. It could also be I'm not a boob. I'll show all you guys. And oh yeah, that's, that, that's an interesting take on it. Yeah, because because 
I, I use Hugh Jackson because he had the front of my brain because he got a new job today. He got the fucking Grambling State head coach. That's right. There. I saw that. Yeah. I kind of yeah. wrote it off, but yeah. So, I don't know. Is that a positive thing? Probably. I think maybe my way of thinking it is kind of shittier and lazier, but at the same time, it is exactly what I would do. I, I had my shot. Fuck it. I, I would also, <laughs> in his situation, yeah. um, I, I don't know what that division looks like, obviously, at Grambling State, but... Maybe he's going to a situation where he feels like he can dominate because he's like, oh, I'm Hugh Jackson. I've coached in the NFL. I, I, this is my, like you said, my, my second chance. Um, They're going to build a statue. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and, and also you look at – I cannot believe – like again, let's talk about things AJ was wrong about. I can't believe that Deion Sanders is doing what he's doing at Jackson State right now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of – blowing my mind a little bit it's super cool it's incredibly cool um and the fact that he's making that division and those historically back black colleges like it's awesome real movers and shakers in college football and that he just pulled the number two overall recruit away from florida yeah that was nuts dude. that is insane um and could potentially change a whole lot of how fucking college football college football could be in two years could look entirely different um, now that people can, you know, make money for their labor, it's weird how that Dude, happens. Not, not to but, not to make it a race thing, obviously, but I mean, mm-hmm. and and I'm not saying I can put myself in a black man's shoes. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, if I were to try, if someone like a 70 year old fucking white guy came to my African American home and was like, "Hey, come play for me," and then Deion Sanders walks in right, right. behind him, <laughs> yeah, and says, "Come play for me instead," I, I would be very tough with everything that's going on in the world and your history. And again, I can't put myself in anyone's shoes, Mm -hmm. but maybe instead of going to Alabama or, you know, one of the uh, go play for fucking plantation owners. Like you said before, (laughs) go, go play for your dude, for your people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I I, I didn't, I I didn't think I had to take it that far because everybody could fill Mm -hmm. in the pieces, but to be blunt. Yeah. Instead of paying for the old fucking rich white honky, I'm going to go play with my boys and my fucking yes. coach, my brother, and we're going to tear <laughs> yeah. some shit up. Where the fuck yeah. do you think I would want to play, man? <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. So it's cool, man. And especially now when you can go like make money doing stuff. You can go, yeah, you can make money anywhere. Right, right. Like, That's a good yeah, point, too. Yeah. That's a good point, too. Yeah. Because I, obviously I have no inside reporting on this. The whole Urban Meyer stuff, there's no fucking way that florida and ohio state boosters aren't going like here's money go play for fucking yeah, no way yeah, no. no fucking chance that's not happening exactly. that's why all these guys are frauds yeah they have fucking blank checks from every not their checks for the record <laughs> bunch of other fucking dudes checks yeah. to pay for the best players in the in conference to beat up on other people it's it's, it's fucking ridiculous Completely. Yeah. They're literally every fucking rich school from every Little Giants movie in whatever sequels. Like, that's literally what it is. They're the bad guys every time, man. Anyway, root for Cincinnati in the playoffs. <laughs> that was a pretty good thing to kind of go off on, but I think we're a little too hype. We're a little too happy. I want to make us depressed. I want you guys okay, to feel what it. I feel. Um, do you know who Stan Lee is? Oh my god! I oh my god! I know I, exactly. Yeah, we both do. Son this. of a bitch, dude. Yeah, NFTs, dude. Yeah. He, he rises from the grave. 
This is the <laughs> most NFTs. disgusting bullshit oh, I've ever seen. Somebody tweeting from the real Stan Lee trying to promote a fucking NFT. It's disgusting. Oh my god, dude. If I could die and then work through my Steam library, like that would be incredible. I would kill Holy myself shit. right now if that was possible. <laughs> you could just watch all the shit on Netflix that you didn't get to watch. Like that'd be an I would go amazing. jump. I would jump off a cliff right now if I knew that I was mm-hmm. going to be able to like do my media hobbies, video games, and Netflix. Yeah, I would. I I've, I've thought about this before. Like if I murdered someone and I'm like, hey, listen, I did it, but as my plea bargain. <laughs> I just need you to like give me Netflix in my cell, and then you don't have to do anything else for me. Dude, you just watch no Netflix roommate. and work out. Yep. Yep. And then I will sign right here, confession. Boop. I, as long as I always have Netflix. If my Netflix ever goes out, you have to release me. Like, but like, if you just just give me Netflix and no roommate, and I can go to the gym for an hour every day. Yeah, I did it. I killed him. There you go. Boop. It's like... Whatever you want to hear. But everyone here, man, sure. Like, I, yeah, JFK, I killed him too. It's fine. You go down as the most ruthless fucking murderer of all time. Yep. One man kills everyone. Black Dahlia murderer, <laughs> JFK yep. assassination, fucking Jack the Ripper. Yep. It's all... Criminal justice system works. We caught the murderer, guys. <laughs> Spans three centuries. This is a picture of me and myself, like, just really fucking happy. Like, <laughs> watching Ozark. Yep. It's like, this is great. I can do this all day. Look at that. What a sick, cynical bastard. Look at him. He's smiling about all the murders he fucking committed. No, I think he's just God, watching this new season of Ozark. Just came yeah, out. It's like the whole time. Like, Fuck, I'm happy I killed that guy. That was like the best thing I ever did. <laughs> Thank you, all you hot boys and girls out there for spending another week with us football hot boys. Uh, until next time, make sure to follow us on Facebook and follow us over at Twitter at HB underscore or FB underscore hot boys. And I uh, would like to welcome uh, Cody's wife, Nicole, who is now our new editor. Woo, help us out yeah. This episode. yeah. Good job. So if that like crap, it's Cody. It's uh, Cody. Nicole's fault. It's your fault. Cause you married her. Have dinner ready after this edit, please. <laughs> anyway, uh, until next time, uh, say out there, boys and girls. Peace. Bye. Bye.